All right, cool. For sure, we recorded. All right, nigga. All right, for sure. Yes, yes, y'all. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah Buddy Podcast. You know how we rock, y'all. Thank y'all. Shout out to Buddy Bitters. Thank y'all to, for everybody out here uh, listening and watching and stuff like that. You can catch us streaming on all streaming platforms. Uh, like always on every episode, I always try to bring in a friend of mine in the entertainment industry, usually a, a comedian and an actor, some type of filmmaker, stuff like that. We mix and mingle and we just talk about our experiences and stuff like that. But one of our guests, he canceled today. It's all good. He's working on a movie right now and stuff like that. So we could not have time, but we'll get him back next time and stuff like that. But that's all good. That's all good because we got none other than my man, Mr. Alvin Duke in the building. Y'all, Mr. Alvin, how you doing today, bro? Man, I've been better, man. I done had the shit nine times a day. Uh, forgive me to the audience, the people who have to listen and watch me talk about that, but man, it's the truth. My stomach hurts. Uh, I'm out here drinking white claws to try to settle the shit. Uh, and on the way here, uh, a stick came out of nowhere and hit my windshield, not my windshield, but my windshield wipers and broke one of my wipers to fuck off the car. So uh, I've had better days, bro. Man, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Hopefully, you know, this podcast will uh, line up the mood and shit like that or whatever. Whatever yeah. you got on your chest, bro, it's like, fuck, we just going to get off of it right now. Oh, you, that's like that. for you know, sure, You're about, <laughs> you about to take all that anger and aggression that went mm-hmm. to your windshield that we're going to put it into this fucking, uh, this podcast episode. Right on, shit, man. I hope man. my shit working because I'm going to be more upset, but, you know. But God, I got you. Let's think positive, man. Yeah, positive, positive thoughts, positive yeah, thoughts yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. For sure. So, I have a man, Alvin, my dude. Um, how long you been doing comedy for now? You know what? I'm almost four years in. Uh yeah, I'm almost four years in. I'm about a little over three and a half years. Three and a half years and stuff like that. Um, how's it been? Feel like in the, the comedy realm, the ups and downs. It's been crazy because uh, you know, when I started, you know, four or five, six months into me starting, the pandemic hit, mm. which really takes me down to <laughs> three years or mm. almost three years, you know, because um. Yeah, it was, you know, you know, you, you was you was alive during the pandemic. Yeah. Man. It was out there doing trying to do these Zoom meeting the comedy oh, shows that were Lord. trash. And uh, but it was it was good, you know. I had a buddy of mine named uh uh Melvin Jr. Oh uh, Melvin, yeah, yeah Melvin, Melvin is who got me to do comedy. I met Melvin in 2012. We both worked at a restaurant together, and he was like, You one of the funniest niggas that I've ever been around in my life, and you should get on the stage. And, um, I didn't have no ambition to do comedy, uh, nor did I really want to. And uh, I kind of like just let him know I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? But he stayed at me. He was like, Duke, you funniest nigga I know. At least try it. You know what I'm saying? And I'll never forget him coming up here to when Tommy T's was still Tommy T's. When it was still Tommy T's. Yeah. yeah. You talk about the one in Pleasanton or the one no, in, in Tomorrow, um, Folsom. Folsom. Yeah. Folsom. Yeah, Pleasanton is still rocking. It's, still it's rocking. always rocking. It's still not the same Tommy T's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I feel still, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But the old, yeah. Up yeah, but him and Jerry Law and Jay Rich and a host of other cats had a show up there. And he said, well, I'll give you five minutes to open. And I finally got my little courage and confidence and uh you know i actually had an ambition to go ahead you know i was 39 at the time and i'm like if i don't try it now i'm just gonna get old and never know what the fuck i could have did you know what i'm saying so um i did five minutes of some most the most horrible shit ever <laughs> um which was sad because the, and this is a this is a true story buddy mm-hmm. my first comedy experience was i was 26 year old years old and i was in frisco uh, I worked as a PE teacher at an elementary school, and uh, we had all went out. Me and a lot of the teachers and the staff went out to some comedy thing. And um, Mr. Ben, I'll never forget this. He signed my name without me knowing it. 
Besides your name on what? Oh, um, to go yeah, up and to Mike? go up on yeah, to okay. go up. So when they called my name, I was already three shots of Hennessy here. And, oh shit! And um, you know me by now. I'm kind of like full of myself, real, and I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm not scared of the unfiltered. Stage. You unfiltered. Yeah. So I got up there and I was supposed to do four minutes. I ended up doing twelve the very first time. Did you know about the light? No. The, this is what happened. They had a dude on the side that when the light hit. You look at him and he lets you know, you know, to get off. When the light hit, the I was doing so well that he did me like this, like keep going. Mm-hmm. He was like, he wrote me. I was smashing. Yeah. <laughs> I really was smashing. And uh, I'll never forget, I had this weird dude that kept telling me to move to L.A. And I got it. And he was an agent. And, and I blew that nigga off like he was nobody. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm a PE teacher. I'm happy with my life. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh. I never did it again to that 39 year old moment where Mel and Jay Rich gave me five minutes. And that was one of the first times uh, in my adult life, because I don't have many awkward moments in life. I'm so uh, at home uh, on this planet Earth we have. You're so like chill. You're so yeah, chill. Like, so you're not going to yeah. go out and do anything like out of the door. Yeah, like I don't have any nervous moments or, you know, anxious type feelings and shit like that. And I was actually nervous. Uh, getting up there doing the five minutes and you could see it like I felt like the stage and the moment whooped my ass mm-hmm. I had some friends come down from my job handful of friends who, they already know I'm funny at work and shit so they're like oh you trying comedy we gotta see this shit you yeah. know what I'm saying so yeah. and I got them to laugh I, got, I mean I got some laughs don't get me wrong but I knew I could do much 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 better because I had done much better mm-hmm. and I actually let my nerves get me and I, I'm competitive, so I was like, oh, "I'm gonna do that again, just because I sucked." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, exactly uh, how it is. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, I'm better than this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm like, not finna yeah. let this moment be bigger than who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, from that, from that, uh, I guess I did good enough where Jay Rich used to have a show at the complex down in downtown Oakland. Oh yeah, yeah. And Oakland is my home city. That's my hometown. And I even felt extra Alvin Duke when I'm in Oakland because mm-hmm. uh, I'm home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I got, I would do uh, 10 minute openings and I was crushing them. Uh, but then I was hard headed because I lived in SAC and I would never go to open mics because I already felt like, oh, I, you know, oh. open mics, you were going to open mic, you know what it is. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's only four people there. Yeah, so, so you was doing shows in Oakland before you were doing open mics. Yeah, okay, I was okay, doing okay, actual shows. Yeah, that yeah, makes I started yeah, out yeah, yeah, doing yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jay Rich is, you know, he's a good dude. He's a funny, hell of a hilarious dude and a even better person. You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, after my third show, uh, opening up for him, he kind of sat me down and was like, you need to write a set. And um, I'm like, what's the set? He said, people who get paid and our national headliners say the same shit, state to state, city to city. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that did not sound appealing to me. Not at all. Not at all. Especially like, when you first time doing yeah, comedy. I, like, I like didn't, I, I, didn't, I really, I honestly didn't believe that. I'm yeah. like, hold on, they say the same shit over and they're like, yeah, yeah, you have a, whether it's a 10 minute set, a 30 minute set or an hour special, they say the same shit and get their money and go to the next city. Could they comprehend that when I was, I was like, no. I do see, yeah, three, four, five, six months in, I was looking at him like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And he looked at me like, bro. You got it. He was like, you got what it take, nigga. He was like, bro, you need to write a set um, and and work on your set. He said, you need to stop coming to Oakland to do comedy. He said, Sacramento has a great scene out there. 
he get he said i get paid good money when i go to sac he said you need to hit the open mic scene and and do your thing uh, and write and i would say i'm not writing shit nigga this shit sound like homework to me bro mm-hmm. i was you know i'm very hard-headed i'm yeah, stubborn yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. in my way and he laughed it off um and he looked at me he said well what do you do in your 10 minutes what is your you know how do you get down and i told him i said i i memorized four or five subjects and i fill in the blanks and he was like, well, nigga, you good at that, nigga. Now, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He checked me. And he was like, and another thing, I'm not going to have you on the show uh, again and, unless I start seeing you taking this seriously. He said, not not just the writing. He said, when you get off the stage, he said, you act like Eddie Murphy. Like, you already got a penthouse and two, three houses and shit. Mm-hmm. And he said, you need to promote yourself. He said, you need to tell people that this is your Instagram. This is your uh, social media uh you know and try to gain some fans and it that just naturally ain't me you know it's yeah. not me to uh sell myself to others you know to, to me that's cornball shit you yeah know that's why yeah it's something that you have to do yeah this <sighs> you have to do that it's 2020 plus and uh social media runs this game it's no longer like the 80s and 90s where word of mouth gets you to where you need to go mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying bill bellamy checked me like that uh and this was about about a year ago um where he was like dude he was like he's seen i guess he seen my shit and was like he couldn't believe he was mad at me because i didn't record my my sets yeah yeah you know like i suck as a comedian off the stage i don't record my sets uh, I'm not, I, I didn't, like, I just recently got a TikTok because Bill Bellamy checked me mm-hmm. and Jay Rich Ben checked me about that shit. You know, you're supposed to be trying to get your numbers up. He was like, you get your, your numbers on Instagram to 10,000 followers. He said, all of a sudden you have a different price. You can tell the club, I need this now because mm-hmm. they say you have a following. Mm-hmm. And I just, it took me a long time to get out my hard headed ways because my way was just to get on that stage, whoop they ass. And go and they drink, leave. Yeah. Drink my Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just get on the stage, do my thing, get yeah. these laps, get these LOLs in, and then I'm yeah. gone. But yeah, that is yeah. definitely yeah. like the whole like the aspect of being a comedian is more than just being on stage now. You got like it is. It is. You need to create a following, you know, you need to create a, a fan base. And yeah, I'm just I'm not that. I'm I I was I like being the cool kid. And you come find out who I am. Come meet me. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, like a, yeah, like I'm the yeah. type of person. Like, like intro, Like I gotta be like somebody's gotta introduce me to somebody. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Like I'm that way. Yeah. I don't. Uh, being an only child, uh, you know, raised in Oakland, California, I I don't say shit to nobody unless I know them. Yeah, you know that's that's mm-hmm. a safety measure to me. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And on top of that, is as extrovert as people think I am, and I appear to be, I'm also a lot introvert when it comes to strangers. Like I don't, you know, I mm-hmm. will. Don't get me wrong, I will go up and speak my my piece or say hi, but that's not my norm. You know, my yeah. norm is sit back, observe, and wait for you to come to me. Yeah. And as a comedian who's trying to make it big or have a successful real real career out of this. Um, you, you have to get out of that. Yeah. No, yeah, that's definitely, like I said, that applies to, like, I guess all realms of, like, entertainment, being entertained this, because I was acting before I was, like, got into doing Oh, no shit? Yeah, before I got into doing, like... Oh, I have seen some of your commercials and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah you know, yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be getting down on the acting and shit yeah. like that, bro, but it was the same exact thing. Like, I'd be, like, like how you say, like just super fresh. I'm like, all right, when I'm on front of the camera, that's me. But then, like, once I get done, I, like, I kind of like... You fade to back. Fade to yeah, back. Fade that's, to I, back. I feel like that's, like, 
like just like you said, like my natural personality. Yeah, I've done what I too. came to do. And it's like, dude, if you thought, I, you know, I mean, now I'm to the point to where I'm funny on stage to where people come up to me after, oh, you were hilarious, buy you drinks and this, yeah. this and that. And um, which is all fine and dandy, but you still need to go to the other people who, who you know, laugh yeah. and know appreciated your work, but still go, hey, hey, I'm Duke, follow me on this. Because they may be too nervous to yeah, walk up and talk exactly. to you. And, and sometimes you know? it be your, your biggest supporters be the quietest ones because Definitely. they be all like. They may have a shitload of friends that they want to say, hey, I followed this dude. He was hilarious. And all of a sudden you look up and you got 50 to 100 new followers because you went out there and branched out and had enough nerve to uh, put your pride or stubbornness to the side and say, hey, I'm, I'm Alvin Duke. You know what I'm saying? Follow me, please. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a trip, man. But the, the journey of of comedy has has been great. You know, uh, I've had my touch, toughest uh, years in my personal life the last two, three years. Mm -hmm. And comedy has really been a, a savior, uh, a place of feeling okay, you mm -hmm. know, of, uh, of being sane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's rough. Uh, uh, you know, when you don't feel good on the inside or life ain't going good, but you still have that ability to get on the stage and, and kick ass and make people laugh and smile, it's such a good feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it really is, man. You've done it. No, yeah, you need it. You need it because, like, how you say, like, even with life, it's like weird. It's like weird. Like, something that I don't know if it's just me, but, like, when things are, like, going really good or I feel like things are going really good, like, in, like, this, this entertainment realm, like, whether it's, like, with doing comedy or like acting and stuff like that it's like my personal life is kind of like going to shit yeah you know yeah and it's kind of like super shit and i'm very transparent so i turned that shit into comedy mm -hmm. and i was killing talking about my own personal shit but that got to a point i'll never forget where it, I, I murdered one of the stages and got off and felt like crying because oh, it got yeah. to a point where i'm like this shit is hurting me saying this shit. Yeah. Like it's making the people yeah. laugh, but it's actually starting to be a detriment to, to my me. health. You know what I'm saying? To my health. And, and like the way I, I usually think. go off the stage and I, I go to the green room. We sit there, we drink, we laugh, we giggle, we do our thing. Nigga, I was wanting to get home, go home and get in my bed. Yeah. And that ain't me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had a lot of when I, I finally realized that and was like, even though that shit is fire, I need to take that shit out to help me personally move on from that that trauma. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I'm kind of stuck like the shit fired up, and you kind of mm -hmm. arguing with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I'll never forget, I had a handful of comedians who give a fuck about me, and was like, "I'm glad you ain't saying that shit no more, nigga. It's time for you to let that one go." You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's yeah. hurting, you know, and we, and they could see in my spirit, they could see whether I was making them laugh or not. In my spirit, they could see I wasn't happy. Yeah, and I appreciate them people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, comedy. Uh, I have just. I've got to a point in the last six months to where uh, I'm taking comedy really serious. Mm -hmm. I'm taking my potential and my talent super serious. And uh, by doing that, it's therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? It's giving me something to smile about at the end of the day when it's hard to go to sleep or it's hard to wake up because you're sad about this shit over here. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So comedy has, has been saving my motherfucking life. And has been like Disneyland, nigga. I'm having fun. Yeah. So yeah, and like I said, even like with the whole, like you said, you're saying Disneyland, the people there, like the the comedians in the this community. Oh yes. Especially something about like oh Spanish, yes. Sacramento, bro. Oh, like, we got we have oh, one gosh. of the most. We we are a family. 
Yeah. I can say that my yeah. Sacramento fam, no matter what tier you think you on, as far as you think you are uh up here, you in the the, the middle ground, the or open you, mic, or you, you open like mic open down game, here, you, yeah. like we love each other. Yeah. Like I didn't see us funk with each other, but at the end of the day, for the most part, 98% of the group absolutely love and take care of each other. We'll call each other out on our bullshit. Straight we'll, up. We'll look out for like, but only for a place out of love though. Shit, like, All like, out bro, of love. Like, like, you, like you need yeah. to do better, bro. Like, cause you can, cause you can. Man, do within this last, you know, I've been in my second year, I kind of, I kind of got a little big head to where I was like, I ain't fucking with this open mic shit no more. Nigga. You ain't got no money for me. I ain't, you know, mm-hmm. cause I'm one of them dudes. I don't usually really work on a joke. Like when I feel like I didn't thought of something or written something down funny, I'll say that shit. Um, at a big ass theater with 200 people in it for the first time, I don't try my shit out. Yeah, yeah. at open mics, I'm kind of a recluse. I'm like, I believe in my shit, and we're gonna make niggas laugh, you know. Uh, but uh, I did. I got a little big headed to where I want to go to the shit, and um, and in my third year, um, and even now, now I go to shows just because uh, I don't want to be sitting at home by myself, sad. I'll get out there and go to Henry's or something. And I may not do a set, but just to be around the 20 comedians, we sitting there smoking our weed and drinking our drink and telling us each other's personal issues we going through and also laughing at the nigga on stage at the same time. It is like, uh, it's like a, a therapy session for me, man. This really has helped me get to the next day with a smile and positivity in my mind. And, mm-hmm. you know, so a uh, shout out to the SAC comedy community and, uh, even bigger than that to community to the comedy and whole man comedy and whole and yeah. whole man y'all have been such a saving grace for me yeah I don't know why it is like that man but for some reason like like comedians and stuff like that we just maybe it's because we're so used to like putting our trauma out there and shit like that yeah, way definitely. more understanding than like any other type of I feel like I think it's a profession that there is a lot of hurt people in comedy there is a lot yeah. of depressed people that's funny as fuck that had the ability to compartmentalize that depression and say for this 20 minutes i'm happy as a lark because i got this mic in my hand and I'm, i have the ability to make these people laugh mm-hmm. it's powerful yeah it's powerful dude it is uh an innate ability to me comedy is like uh running track either you fast or you're not nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> it's like uh you know you got a little bit more work ethic you can put in because i've seen people come from come from straight trash to be decent good comedian you grow the growth is crazy. yes it really is dude it really is i'll never forget when i first started doing comedy i did not realize how many people thought they was comedians you know when you yes. go to an open mic and you're like damn niggas 25 people signed up to this shit and then you watch them and three of them niggas good like you niggas is trash nigga, and what the fuck are you doing here you know what i'm saying but at the same time when you got love and passion for something i can't knock it, it you sucks. cannot knock i'm like it. i'm like I, it pisses me off i know they're about to walk the crowd out you this can't, motherfucker. right but it's all like that bro get your therapy all out right. whatever you need to get, get off your chest out. because we know whatever you yes. talk about for these five minutes is way bigger than that because it's something that's going on for the next 23 hours and 55 yeah. minutes of the, you know, your and then when you finally see see him do good, yeah, and so you, you like, start, start growing and stuff you like, like that. This nigga is getting yeah. it, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like now, and now, you know, fast is fast, you know, you may get a motherfucker to run a 11 flat down to a little 10 8 or something, but you ain't making no motherfucker running no 14 flat to no 10, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. but um. When you see somebody who has a natural stage presence and a natural funny spirit, 
it takes you such a long way because you're already so far ahead of the game. I know funny people who just cannot stand up in front of a group of people. They shrink like they you could see they in their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They get it to the head too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Liquor store funny and living room funny is different than on the stage. On the funny, stage though. funny. It yeah. really is. You know, and uh it takes you to understand that it's it still cracks me up when you know you go to an open mic or you go to a show. And it's a drunk motherfucker. Oh, nigga, if you would have said this, this, and then like they got it. It's like, like nigga, if you don't it. shut the fuck up, nigga. It's like, leave me alone. Let me tell my jokes, nigga. Are, are you buying some merchandise or not? Right, nigga? straight up. Nah, so, nah, I keep it pushing. Yeah, nah. yeah. Comedy is a trip, but man, it's been a, it's been really honestly a saving grace. And um, I'm now to a point to where I'm a lot more polished, man. I actually have a set now. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm still a recluse. I still will try some new shit. No, it's, we see you wilding up uh, at, like that. at any moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I have the bravado and the talent to, and the ego, nigga, the arrogance to go ahead and do that and smash it mm-hmm. and smash it and look at you like I told you, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told y'all, niggas, well, this is what it is. I got it. You know, like a dude the other day, I. I did a comedy competition and, and said a brand new joke and yeah, shit. Smash, 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 smash. Oh, yeah, won that yeah, motherfucker. Won that motherfucker. Yeah. It was me versus 12 other comedians. And they got told the niggas when I got there, I was finna whoop your, whoop their ass. And and that's what happened. You know, some Larry Bird type shit. Like, which, one yeah. y'all, which one of y'all niggas is taking second? Bruh, I am on my, because you know what? My shit was inconsistency as far as like, you know, when you have those eight shows of fire and then you have a show where, you did good, but it was average. Yeah. It wasn't that whole all the way through where they can't even look at you no more, nigga. They like this nigga is out of pocket. And then you get so down on yourself, it's kind of like you feeling like you bombed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like, damn. Same joke, same joke. Yeah. And but it, it just ain't hit. It, it didn't like, hit oh. the same way my timing was off or uh the way I shuffled my jokes was off or or whatever. Maybe my, my energy just wasn't right that day. But you want to be consistent in this game. You have to be consistent in this game if you want to get to the level I want to get to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I had to finally go ahead and sit down and and say, "Hey, this is my this is my list for a 10 minute set. This is my list for a 20 minute set. Mm-hmm. This is my list for a 30 minute set." And stick to the program. You know, it's okay to change it up here, 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 and a little bit, but for the most part. I'm on point now as far as being a professional com- comedian and uh, doing what I know what works, basically. You know, what was it that you like? Feel that 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 wake up call or whatever you use? I like, okay, like I got what it takes. Now let me stop bullshitting myself and let me just take it serious. It's mentorship, man. When you have uh, Jay Riches and Mario Hodges on your ass and people that you've seen and don't know you from shit from Shanola tell you you got to like. Bill Bellamy or some shit like that, you know, DJ and Tyler, you know, uh, people uh, uh, tell you, dude, you, <laughs> you a superstar, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know, once you figure out whatever uh, you need to figure out to be on a super consistent basis, you know what I'm saying? Um, you got it, you know, and I, you know how you go do that trial and error? Like, uh, I still do. I, I, I do right now. I do right now. I don't write as much as I should because I, I I think I still lean towards a lot of my just natural talent that I have about being funny, being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got out of that, I started being too structured where you try to be too written. Yeah. And, and that takes away from some of your natural persona. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 
So I went from being a recluse to two. And sometimes that worked. Sometimes it worked, it but sometimes but then I got to where I was like, it takes away from like I feel like it takes it away takes, from the, yeah, the energy. Yeah, it you takes know, away from your genuineness. That was more more in it my head. It takes away from you like, still being able to have a, a a set line, but still if you have to go left real quick and do some crowd work because this shit just happened, you can right. still and then fall right back into your set. You see what I'm saying? So it it took that those ups and downs and that wave to figure out. All right, I do need to write, but I still don't want to get rid of that Alvin Duke that genuine not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's been a mesh of the two now. Yeah. Uh, uh, with some self-discipline up there and and still being a mix of being myself. So, but I, I feel like I'm at a point now where my confidence is through the roof. I'm going to bust your ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not a shout out. I mean, uh, I don't call it nervous before the stage. To me, it's, it's anxious. Um, it reminds me of, I was a former football player. And it's that anybody who's played football, the opening kickoff, you have so many different feelings yeah in your stomach in your soul before that nigga kicked that ball you know what i'm saying I feel like, and, like a boxer a boxer yeah, walk, like, they, like you, you know like the, this shit is finna go down yeah. when the next comedian's walking up the stage i know the other the host is out there like getting ready to introduce me like i feel like you know like a boxer yeah, like, like, All right, yeah. I'm see i'm my arrogance is in full like you know it's a fine line between confidence and arrogance and arrogance is okay in comedy it yeah. really is. It's yeah. somewhere where you can channel that shit and say, this is the place to be that nigga. You see what I'm saying? And all I know is the person who's on the stage before me, all I want them to do is shut the fuck up. It's my turn. You know what I'm saying? That's all that's in my, my mind. Whether they doing great, whether they killing, whether they bombing, whether they in between. Get the fuck off the stage. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. It's my time. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. I'm so anxious. Like I can't even sit. I'm up there. You'll think I'm finna get into a fight the way I look before the stage because I, I my excitement, yeah, I'm yeah. giddy. That's one thing that people used to tell me all the yeah. time when I first got on stage. Like, but why are you so angry? Like, you about to go outside? Like, no, nah, I'm just getting my I'm, zone. You, I'm getting yeah, my zone, man. Zone. It's time to kill. It's time to kill, man. And uh, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. You know, you know, I still know people who are great comedians who still don't like that feeling. You know, I talked to Rico and Rico. I'm like, I still get nervous before. You know, Rico don't show none of that. Rico the Great, get up there, whoop your ass, nigga. Go light his weed, nigga, and go home. Go home. <laughs> Shout out to Rico the Great, nigga. But uh, to hear somebody uh, like Rico be uh, honest enough and secure enough to say, hey, bro, I still get nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm an OG at this shit. I'm dope, nigga. But yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. And, and I don't like to say it's nervous. Nervous to me is a negative thing. I like to say I'm anxious. Yeah, I want I'm, to get on the stage. Well, how is this going to go? Is this, you know, like, what? what how do yeah. you react to it? Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of different yeah. emotions that go into this shit. And, you know, memorizing your bits, that's one thing that used to fluster me because I dude, I used to get high as fuck before my shit. I used to drink before my shit. I have totally curtailed all of that shit because, like I say, uh, I figured out what's my best Alvin Duke. Mm-hmm. My best Alvin Duke is a clear mind. My my best Alvin Duke is to be uh, sober, to be you know I may go up there with a drink in my hand, but I ain't I ain't had two or three of them before that drink. No, you yeah, see yeah, what I'm yeah. I'm not going up there plastic. Yeah, going up there tips you know like- I'm not going up there stupid high, none of that shit. I like to. Um, I'll save it for after the show. Yeah, after the show, nigga, I'm a, a recluse. We finna get it in. You know what I'm saying? Cause I get dude, it's like winning the Super Bowl. Every time I get off after a 20, 30 minute set and then bust their ass. Nigga, where the drinks? Let's get yeah. loose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I need to curtail that. 
I'm getting too old for that shit. Nigga, I'm 42 years old. Next time I go to bed. Nigga. Time to go to bed. It's time to go to bed, man. Take so these pictures and then yeah. That is my next. Uh, that is my next battle to to get better. You know what I'm saying? To go ahead and eliminate some of them vices and some of that party time and say, hey. This is normal for us. This ain't nothing to celebrate. You yeah. do this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This you is a night this. job. Yeah. What you think about like what you get that in your yes. head? Like, it's like you say comedy is yeah. a job. And then like I work at this is while well, this is a night job. Like yeah. if I work at like night warehouse job, I'm not showing up to work fucking like sipping in the parking lot. Like yeah. all right now, let me go clock in and shit. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, this shit is a job. Yeah, I try to uh I try to, you know, to pick the minds of sober comedians. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Sober, great comedians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, see what got them to 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 put the drinks down or the weed down or whatever their advice is. And uh, I've got a lot of uh, great advice, man, that I'm finally, you know, uh, instilling into my game, into my life, man. And that's just making me grow, man. Because now that that memory is on point. And then I my my freedom, my freeness to still be me and my not. I'm not scared. I'm yeah. not scared. Nigga, you adjust to me, nigga. <laughs> nigga. It ain't no other way. This is yeah, this is my show. Yeah. You know, I on the stage, I'm like pretty woman, nigga. When that nigga when the bitch said, I say who, I say when, I say who. Nigga, mm-hmm. that's that's all I know. But you know, I I do a lot of shit on the stage that people are absolutely scared. Out their mind. So. Well, yeah, you go up there on stage and talk about Taylor Swift got some bad pussy. So that's yeah, I, I said what I said, nigga, like Doja Cat, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think said what I, said. I think that bitch pussy is trash, and I haven't had the pussy. But when I close my eyes and imagine what it's like, I just don't feel it being good. I don't feel it, but you know, okay, that's just me. That's just me. I had to do get it upset. Nan said Taylor pussy, Taylor Swift pussy is wonderful, and I'm like, like sir. I said, have you had it? And like, no. I'm like, please sit down. Nigga. It's like, that. shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, let me have my opinion, nigga. Like, <laughs> your opinion, I got mine. The only difference is I got the mic. So yeah, got I got the mic, up. and I again, nigga. Shout out Doja Cat, nigga. Yeah. I said what I said. You know what I'm saying? Said. So, but that's that's like I say, it's a therapy. I think it is. Even the people who have been in the game ten years and still not where they want to be or flat out just suck, but they still enjoy that that time they have to be free. Yeah. To be free. That's what they like. When I you first know? started doing comedy, I, and I see like people in like 15 years or, you know, 10 years plus, and I'm all like, damn, bro, like, what do you do? But they're like, once you realize like how much like this stuff, like if you really apply it, because mm-hmm. uh, comedy, like for us as comedians, it's just putting a mirror to our fucking faces. Like, yeah. like we got to face that shit. We got to, yeah. like how you say, because a lot of our, Especially for us, our first things, first material, our first bits or whatever it is, it's a lot of our own personal shit that we're really going through. Yeah. So it forces you to put that mirror to your face and be like, damn, I gotta be like, I gotta be a fucking better person. Shut up. And you could probably look at the Shut person up. and they'd be like, they may this person may be a bad comedian right now, yeah. but I guarantee you they're probably a hundred times better person. Hey, let me tell you this than they I have before. been outworked by many comedians. I have been outworked, and I'm what I'm what I mean by that is they never put their pen down they never miss a night of hitting the stage yeah they are always hustling promoting making networking getting new friends to get new opportunities mm-hmm. where i'm back there lazy as fuck. and but when i get on that stage you got to deal with me 
Yeah, and that yeah. ain't that ain't necessarily like getting me where I need to be. No, yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, nigga, nigga, stage like y'all better tomorrow. figure this out, nigga. Alvin <laughs> Duke is the nigga you need. Oh, you booked that nigga? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, that's hell of funny, nigga. You know, you gotta get, you gotta put your ego down. You gotta yeah. put it down, and it's hard for me, man. It really is. Uh, I've stood on my own too, nigga, many years in one of the most dangerous cities in the world, and and all my life, and I am not scared of shit. I'm scared of God, nigga. Mm-hmm. Other than That's that, it. nigga, you got to deal with me, you know. And uh, but sometimes that 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 goes over that line to arrogance and stupidity and fuckery. And sometimes I got a real Alvin Duke back in, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like I, I'm, I finally have control of you off the stage. Continue to be a confident, polite, kind man uh, on stage. I'm gonna be. That nigga. I'm going to let my nuts hang, bro. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm that nigga, bro. Shit. And I can't not be any other way because that's my superpower. Yeah. That is my superpower. That's our so, superpower. You know, I, had to, I, had to, I had to learn that and go through my ups and downs and, you know, my, my little comedy growths. And right now, dude, I, I'm in my mode, man. But, you know, one thing that's a trip, you know, when you're so confident and you 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 had eight, nine, ten shows in a row where you didn't destroy it, where there's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I'm, I love theaters. Mm. I love like the Guild or the Crest or those big, big stages that it could be 400 people out there looking at you. It could be yeah. 500. I love those. And I'll never forget being on fire, right? It was probably a year and a half ago. You couldn't tell me nothing. I'm like, I'm the shit, nigga. I get booked. I'm getting paid four, five hundred dollars for for one set for 15 minutes. That's it. And I got up there, nigga, and was in my mind was trash. Absolute trash. Yeah. This comedy game will humble you. You will, but I don't give a fuck how good you think you is. It it will humble your ass, nigga. I had nigga Asia May had to talk me off off the uh, cliff one time. Nigga, I was I was hot. I was I was ready to fight backstage because I and it wasn't that I bombed. It just was not the fire. Yeah, it's not what I wanted to do. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't that energy, dude. I didn't get that energy, and I had got paid the most I had ever gotten paid to do a fifteen-minute set, and was average as fuck, nigga. I was mad in the mother. That that was a night where I created another rule: no eating before my my mm-hmm. set. We were back there. I think it was in Fairfield or Vallejo, and they had a buffet come in. Nigga, we in the green room. I'm with Tristan. And nigga, I ate up everything in I that motherfucker. Empty stomach on stage. Yeah. See, and I, I was hungry. I hadn't ate much that day. I drove down. wasn't expecting the buffet. Nigga, I, I got on that stage and was so lackluster. Like my natural energy was okay. not there. Yeah. I, I had a full fat ass belly, nigga. I'm up there, nigga. <laughs> just, just bloated like a motherfucker. Nah, nigga, wrong, nigga, want to go to sleep. That, that's yeah. the energy I had. It's like yeah. it's nap time, nigga. I'm tired, but I had to go through that to to learn that eating thing and to humble myself. It's like, nigga, you thought you was you was a bad nigga. You got some work to do. Yeah, you got some work to do, Alvin. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I had a uh, show. It was probably three, four months ago. Where I was on fire, nigga. I had, you know, every show, whether it's five minutes, fifteen minutes, no matter what, I was dogging niggas. Um, Miss Hilarious, niggas like you funny. I'm like, I know, nigga. Thank you. You know, mm. I get on this shit that I wanted to be on, and I loved it because uh, Kyrie Shabazz was on this show, and uh, I respect him to the utmost, man. I think he uh, he has a whole different approach to comedy because he has a completely different personality, man, and. Uh, 
he's himself. You know, being a great comedian is really being fully yourself, mm-hmm. absolutely fully yourself. Because them, them people that's looking at you, people can can tell when you ain't being genuine. Yeah. You know, they can tell when you it's a facade. Yeah, they can tell you know it's a facade. They can tell when you're holding back a little yes, bit. Yes, they, they can, can they, tell they, all you. of that shit, dude. And being innately you is the superpower. Kyrie got that shit. Kyrie a weird nigga, but Kyrie know he a weird nigga, and he accepts that shit and busts your ass. Yeah. So I'm on the show with Kyrie. Uh, you know, we already love DJ. Mm-hmm. DJ funny nigga, total, total weird, dope nigga. You know what I'm saying? But he know him, and I was trying to be on that show and I'm always competitive. I always want to whip everybody I'm on the show with ass. Um, that doesn't work for a lot, a lot of comedians. Me and Jay Rich used to talk about it. And he was like, dude, for you, it works for you. He's like, you still playing football, nigga. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what the name is. If I'm opening and for featuring or headlining, I want to win. I want, I feel like I want to give them that work. Yeah. I want to give them that work. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that that's, that's my get down. That's how I do it. So, I wanted to impress Kyrie. I wanted to uh, make DJ M proud because he had a new theater I had never done before. And once again, they got to go from hot fire to average as fuck, nigga. I said some shit I shouldn't. I mean, it was a funny bit, but it wasn't funny to that crowd. To that I didn't crowd. read my my crowd right. Mm-hmm. I went in there hungover as fuck. I wasn't on. You know what I'm saying? I like. I knew mm-hmm. I was. I was. I wasn't at my best spiritually. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I still was like. I'm still me, nigga. Let's get it. Let's do this. You know, I went out there, nigga. Was average as fuck. Humble pie, humble pie. Let you know, dude. Uh, you knew you had this show. Why the fuck did you go out and stay up till two, three in the morning, nigga? You know what I'm saying? You knew you had it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. The- you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, you still a human being, bro. You still, you know, it's like, it's you know, some niggas be so there. talented to where like. I know a lot of dudes don't don't even want to go to football practice, don't want to lift the weights and steal ball on Saturday, mm-hmm. steal ball on Friday night. You know what I'm saying? But when you go up against a motherfucker that got the talent and, and put in the work, and putting in the work, and still put it, it's a you in trouble, trouble, nigga. Yeah, you in trouble. Yeah, you get eat up and shit. You get you in trouble, nigga. Like, yeah, you know. And, and it's funny because the niggas that's dope really don't say much. They don't. They don't say much. They sit back. They know they got it. Like like Frank Lucas say, uh, the loudest or the, the quietest in the room is, got it. The loudest is the weakest. Yep. The loudest nigga in the room is the weakest. And I have to like temp, temper my shit because I go in there just like that, that competition. It wasn't my first thing to say, but when somebody asked me or like made a little joke, you know, how you going to do tonight? I'm going to whoop y'all ass, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but I try not to come in the champions here. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just how it feels. Like, yeah, but give I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to beat y'all niggas ass tonight. And why would I not? Feel why, like and see, why and the if you don't, exactly. So, but it has to be a quiet humility. Yeah. It has to be a quiet confidence. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's okay that when they ask you to go ahead and let them know how you feel, but don't just... Bust in the green room, hey, y'all finna get straight. Yeah, that ain't that ain't the shit. Cause that quiet nigga, you that, sit back. Like, okay, 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 nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he get hey, this out, my one of my first comedy competitions I ever had at Laughs Unlimited. Uh, when I looked at the seven niggas, I said that's only one nigga I'm going against. Cause that was that, that disrespectful to the other six. I'm like they have no chance. Mm-hmm. And it was me and Logan Farr. I love Logan Farr. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah. I've seen Logan Farr's whole journey, man. I remember when I thought Logan Farr was 
uh, average at best, but I knew his potential. And nigga, his work ethic was he was dominating me. Work. He was dominating me work. off the stage, nigga. He was like, I'm gonna go to here, I'll do three mics in a night, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he was funny off the stage. That's how I knew it was eventually was he, gonna was get he found there. his voice. Was he fighting yeah, his voice? So right. nigga, I got on the motherfucking when the flyer came out, I got on Facebook. I'm finna beat the fuck out of every one of these mm-hmm. niggas. And I want y'all to come watch the shit. <laughs> you know, that's how I'm promoting this yeah, shit, yeah, you know. Yeah. And Logan wrote the comment. He wrote, you talking shit already? <laughs> and who won? Nigga. Logan Farrell. Logan Farrell, yeah. I'm talking I came in second. Let me tell you, you know that nigga walks on. Logan Farrell, for y'all who don't know who Logan is. Logan is an amputee. He don't have no legs below his knee. So he walks on these little paperclip looking things, nigga. And uh, he funny as hell. He make fun of his own self. Mm-hmm. He and be all roasted. That. Yeah, he be roasted. Do the roast. Yeah, he roasted. Hey, nigga, it, dude is he hilarious. Super he's, thick skins for that. Yes, dude. Logan is one of my favorite. And not only is he's a uh, contemporary, he's a friend of mine. I like, I trust Logan. You know, I love Logan. But Logan, I'll never forget. Logan got on the stage in a wheelchair. He rolled on the stage, right? And this nigga, we don't see Logan in no wheelchair, right? Yeah. This nigga rolls onto the wheelchair. I'm in the wheelchair. He faces the crowd and then jumps out the wheelchair and lands on his nubs. Oh, fuck. Nigga. <laughs> and, and I knew. I, and and this is a competition? About, it's a competition. Oh, it's a rap. Nigga. I, and I'm I'm a competitor. Yeah. I fell on. I'm on the flow crying. Laughing, laughing. Laughing. He ain't <laughs> even said shit. This nigga looked like a little buff gingerbread man, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing is out of his mouth. He said, y'all didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. I'm talking about then he went into seven minutes. I'm talking about where I seen the work. He, he, nigga, he was on point. I'm talking about he whooped my ass. It wasn't it, like, it wasn't because I could easily say he brought more people than me because it was a crowd vote thing. Yeah. Logan whooped my ass. But he still, he deserved it though. Even he though, did, like, yeah. he, he, I don't give a but fuck. But that's, that's part of the competition. Nigga, you bring I'm a people, man's yeah. man. When I lose, I lose. Logan was a better man that, that night. Nigga, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to tell you, and I, nigga, my little petty, shallow ass nigga, this, and I, like I just said to y'all, I considered the dude a friend. I wanted to flip the nigga out the chair. I was that upset. I asked the nigga to race. I said, you want to race? <laughs> I said, blood. I, I want to beat the nigga in something before I go home tonight, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But those are the things, man. Those things, dude. I, I've been in, if I've been into 10 competitions, I've, I've lost two. And I'm and I'm talking about they it hurt and I've never came in anything under second. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that second, dude, it's like you know, you go get to Super Bowl and lose. That's a crushing feeling, though. It's crushing, dude. And I take that shit. My little ego takes that shit hard. You know, I lost to fucking uh Russell Cummings one time in Stockton, nigga. And I drove down with that nigga. Oh, that was a. I told that nigga after I was so. I said, We going to karaoke, nigga. I'm finna win in something, bro. Yeah, I said, Before we go, I said, nigga said, I gotta get home. I said, I don't give a fuck, nigga. You should have drove yourself down. Champion? Champ? <laughs> yeah. Champ? You got money for an Uber? You got money for an Uber? <laughs> so, but those things is what's built my armor and built my game up and got me as serious as I am about being the best I can night in, night out. And making them people laugh and smile, man, and being great. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's why I can go into the competition now. And uh I'm gonna pick out the three people I know I, I that I feel can can get me. 
and have a quiet confidence. Have a quiet confidence, not be hungover, mm-hmm. not break my traditions and not not smoke the weed with them before the show. Because some niggas can get high before the show. Mm-hmm. Some niggas can do it. Some, some niggas can get drunk before the show. I can too, but it's, that doesn't mean I feel like I could do it, but yeah. doesn't mean I'm gonna have a better set. It doesn't like, make me so. my best. I notice my consistency comes from when that brain is free, when that brain is working at its best, man. And and you know, even if I'm having a shitty day or my personal life is shitty, when this mic is in my hand, I'm a happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy, and I let that joy, right? You know, just just resonate throughout the whole room, and and that's what get gets me to be authentically me and just genuine Alvin Duke. And that creates the last from there. How is that? Like, um, like I said, the work ethic and just like say the passion for doing comedy, how has that um, helped you with like producing the show, producing shows and, get, and just getting into producing in general? Well, like this is, this is a great story right here. Right. As I finally, Jay Rich wouldn't book me on the show no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, he's literally taught me. I would I didn't listen to him. I didn't write shit. And I looked at his flyer and I wasn't on there. And I was pissed. I called a nigga like, I'm smashing though. What's the problem? He said, dude, nigga, stop driving to Oakland to do comedy. I told you, do your open mic shit out there. And my aggressive ass, I said, nigga, put me on the flyer, nigga. Like I'm trying to punk the nigga into making <laughs> you know, ain't like that's funny, nigga. Click trying to debo like, Yeah, hung up the hung up on me, nigga. You I, said I, what flyer? I said what I said, nigga. You're not on the show, nigga. Thank you for being great the last three shows. <laughs> Time for you to go do something else, because you ain't learning shit here. Mm. Open enough for me ain't doing shit for you. Eat do really got your best interest in heart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. Get the fuck off my show because you think you too much of the shit. Mm. You're not, nigga. Get out there and do the game. Do the game. So I, I did the game. I hit the open mics. My name flew quick. Flew quick. Nigga, them, them, them fucking comedy clubs will hear you, you know, when they ask to showcase the new people and people like, oh, you got to see this nigga. So as soon as I get invited to Laughs Unlimited, uh, as soon as I get invited to Sack Punchline, I'm told that I can't do it because it's coronavirus. And that That's pissed right. me off because I'm like, oh, just as I'm getting to these places I want to get to, to have a career, I got to sit the fuck down. What was a savior to me was I had a dude that owned the union. That's where my show is at yeah, in yeah, Roseville. Yeah, the, the, the you need in Roseville, yep, in your mouth. Yes, in your mouth comedy is the name of my show. So uh, I had uh, some friends that was bartending there and he wanted to do a comedy show and had seen me and asked for me personally and seen that I was Facebook friends with his employees. Mm. So they said, uh, can you throw a show here? I didn't know shit about booking no comedy show. I didn't know shit about hosting no comedy show. But I told them niggas that, oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Just because I knew that I was going to have a stage that nobody else was going to have because we all got to sit down. And Roseville and Roseville and up, they don't give a fuck about the, pa- uh, the pandemic. They're like, nigga, we need the money, nigga. So we did it like a speakeasy. You remember that? We was locking the yeah. door behind every person. We had blacked out all the windows. It was mm-hmm. illegal as fuck. Mm-hmm. But nigga, every two weeks, we had an Alvin Duke in your mouth comedy. And what I did is I took my mentors who I knew was headliners and just dope as fuck. And I mixed them with the open mic Sacramento talent to create a, uh, a That's show. You got the yeah. show together. Yeah. So I would have a, a Jay Rich and a uh, Melvin Jr. and then mix him with a Logan Farr and a Tina San Lucas nigga and 
You know what I'm saying? And then I'm the host. And this was great about hosting. Hosting, you have to write. You, you got to be up to date with what's going yes. on. You got to be. You yeah. cannot say the same thing every two weeks to when half the crowd is coming to see you. When they're coming to see you. They're yeah. coming. To, it's that like, dude, that was I worked in Roseville. I was filling that place up. I'm talking about my first five shows producing. I thought producing was easy because it was a 60, 70 seat room and I sold out every one of them, but also forgot about ain't no other shows, dude. You done cornered the market, nigga. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was my problem. Once once the show, once coronavirus was over and the pandemic was over, I'll get 20 people at my show and be sad because now it's 18 that was back. Now everybody's out. Yeah. Everything's going back up. And it's being but, oversaturated. You're like, all right. But fuck. what it did do for me is as a host of the show, getting up there every two weeks and having that much time on stage, it really sharpens your game. Yeah. It sharpens your game. It sharpens your metal. It sharpens your wit. It sharpens you and makes you sit down and do some homework and do some mm -hmm. right. Yeah. You know you're know like, what am I going to talk about? What's going on in the news right. today? You got to. Find something that these people can relate yeah. to. Because I yeah. like I said, I just can't go. There's a difference between having like material. Right. Like I got a set material, yeah. but they like have to entertain because you can't really be the funniest person. Well, you know, I mean well, you can't be the funniest you person. Can, like, but it, you can, but you still want to but you wanna like there's you, that, there's you don't want to kill the opener who yeah. who who you know like, ain't on your level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Showmanship, that's yes. what I'm saying. You gotta have that showmanship and other and that's and that goes, I guess, yes. to putting in the show too. Like all right. Yeah. How how am I going to set the list? It's like a, it's like putting together a, a damn puzzle. Stuff it like really that. is. Like once you pick that person, because really like, you don't want them to have like talk about the same subject, maybe right. or like I got to have that diversity. And I'll like, never forget my show when I, I had Shannon Battle, Logan Farr, Tina San Lucas, and Jay Rich. And I'm talking about it was one of the, to 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 this day is one of my favorite shows I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, my next one I hit it with Mario Hodges. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jerry Law and they can sprinkle in some. Some of my open mic partners that's now shit ab above me, you know. Yeah, throw, throw some Josh Means in there, you know, with some Danny D's, you know, like oh, it's a lot of talent in this city. There's a lot of hitters, bro. it is a lot yeah. of talent in this motherfucking city, and, and it's it's fun, mm -hmm. it really is. And when you're up against other uh uh funny people, you know, I even say up against when you're on a show with others. You know, it kind of brings your your game up. It's, it's like what that. they say: beast make beast. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. That's some real shit. Yeah, because I went like because I went down to L.A. in September. I went down there for a comedy convention. I went back and I went down there in 2017 and stuff like that. But uh, it's called the Comics Rock Convention. Yeah, and like I went down there, they have comedians from all around the fucking country, bro. Mm -hmm. Just descend on LA and shit like that, bro. Yeah, and like that's went, the Mecca, that's right? the Mecca. Yeah. And when I went down there in 2017, bro, like we had Rico there, Regina was up there, enough said was Bad up there, Mario Hodge was up there. Bad motherfuckers. But there was something up. about like all the other comedians from all over around the country, mm -hmm. they would look at them like, hey yo, those are those guys. Those are those guys. And I'm just like looking at them like, no, these are the motherfuckers I just see that touch of class last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and then that and then now going back this year. And like I said, same, same, same thing. Like we're up in the the comedy clubs. Like we're over here up like the Laugh Factory and all that shit. Yeah. And like, and like, majority of the comedians that like that are club regulars up there yeah. are from like Sacramento mm -hmm. or like the Bay Area. So like, because you know they had like BT Kingsley, they had G King yeah. up there and all that. Yeah. And, and and I'm just looking around and then like and then like I said, all, like same thing. Adrian all the other, Bailey, and all Andre Bailey, and, the, and they're all looking at them like, yo, these are the guys, these are the guys. And I'm like, 
No, this like these motherfuckers are touch of class niggas. You know what I'm saying? Touch of class niggas is dope. Dope, bro. Like we see, like we see people like they're walking up to them, they give them us the Tory twins, and we're like, and I'm just like looking at like, bro, we got some like we so like we talk about like the mentorship. I'm all like, take it and apply it because motherfuckers out here is like moving, they're grooving, bro, and they're the type of motherfuckers like people like. You want to get your chops and licks in before you go to LA, like come to Sacramento, come yes. to the Bay Area, bro. Yeah, get your do a touch of classy. And what was so what was so fun and 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 cool to me about touch of class, because touch of class is it's Oakland. I'm mm. from Oakland and touch of class is so it's niggas. It's nigga shit. It's, nigga it's a shit. nigga club. Like they will boo you the fuck off no. the stage. Nigga. They, yeah. I'm talking about 30 seconds in, nigga. You ain't made nobody laugh. Yeah. These and it's OG nigga. Get boo. Get the get fuck, fuck up out of here, here, nigga. Like, and I love that. And their Sunday me, and their Sunday best and stuff like that. With yeah, that ignorance yeah. and 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 arrogance and shit. It's like, bro, you better be on your shit. So, touch of class is weird for me because it's cheating. It's home. It's home. I was like, I do great at touch of class just because. <laughs> It's the touch, man. This is I, it's, I, it's, uh, it's like our people, it's and it's funny because you'll see people that's dope. Like I, I had a good talk with Ellis Rodriguez, who's an absolute beast. Mm-hmm. He, he told me straight up. He said, "I don't know if I'm not black enough or what it is." He said, "But touch a class intimidates the fuck out." And to see somebody that dope and then still that secure to say, "Hey, nigga, I don't do well here." Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I said, "Bloody!" But you kill. Like you was yeah, on the touch you class with Kevin, bro, Kevin Hart yeah. came to the city. Yeah, who was at the touch of class? But like, yeah, they're like, but it lets you know. I mean, I, I think Kyrie was one of them. Told me, he said, yeah, he told me, he's like, fuck with touch. He was like, nigga, <laughs> said, you want me to kill my ego? Like, I just said, got signed, right? I just did Jimmy Fallon, right? And but I will do back. the fucking. And they don't, and it's touch. They don't give a fuck if he was on Jimmy Fallon. Fuck, they don't give a fuck. You better be funny tonight for your ten minutes, here. nigga. Yeah, you better yeah. be funny Us here. Will boo your ass the fuck off this stage, nigga. Yeah. And I love that. That ignorance mm. brings out my best. It makes yeah. me feel immature and cocky. Mm. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, watch this, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to the touch of class, man. Oh, my word, yeah. Shout yeah. out to the touch. Shit, that's going down tonight, nigga. Yeah, I'm sure it'll start late as fuck around 10. Around so. 10 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a hell of a show, man. It's not, it, and it's a, it's a showcase. It's, it's an open showcase. mic. It's an open mic, but yeah. they're like, you better treat it like, you better treat this shit yes. like it's a show. I paid $10. Yeah. And them drunk come and watch will tell you, your shit was trash. You should probably do something else, nigga. And a nigga tell you like that. Yeah. Well, you know it's always bad when you get off the stage and like, they, like he started a sentence with like a, a sound effect. That nigga, like, you all be like, Listen <laughs> up there, young blood. So about that. <laughs> Better like no, like next time. Man. Not, don't give up blood. Don't give up young mm-hmm. blood. Don't give up young blood. You gotta get yeah, just, just sit back, right? Uh, go. I was like, oh man. Yeah, yeah, man. But so what's going on with the, the strip club then? Oh man, that is something uh that I got a co-partnership with, uh Miss Tess Tickles. Mm-hmm. And yes, her name is Tess. Tess Tickles. Tickles. That's her stage name. She named herself after balls. Um, on purpose. On purpose. And she's dope. That's one of the people that will outwork. Tess, and that's Tess the thing. She work. will work. She will work. She puts, like, when people talk about show business, Man. you got to understand, like, business is the majority, like, yeah. 90% importance of it. Yeah. She will put in that fucking yeah. work. And another thing, and she, she took it serious from the jump. Yep. She, I never see her get out of her set. She yeah. has a set. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck if she in front of two people or three people. She say her same set, and she dare to bust your ass. If she don't bust your ass. She learns from something from the loss and turns it into a win. Mm-hmm. And then she come into the next set, next show, ready. Yeah. And dude, and and 
What I love about Tess is when Tess wasn't good enough to get booked, guess what? She made stages for herself. She made stages for herself. She, she said, nigga, guess what? My network game is cold. I'm going to get on this stage cold. and get better than you and you and you. And I, but so Tess got this, uh, got this venue. And uh, since it was a strip club and she, she, you know, we not just comedians, we're friends. We have a, yeah. a relationship off the stage where they, we got love for each other. And she was like, I don't want to go into no strip club. She just as a female, I need to have a, a male with me so I can make sure everything is right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I said, yeah. that's a great idea. She said she trusts me. So we went and had to sit down a little, a little you know, talk with this lady and um, end up getting the spot. So, um, shit, it's, it's funny. I don't even remember the name of it right now. But January 17th, uh, we are starting a comedy show at a strip club. So it's going to be butt naked ass women uh, dancing and doing their thing while we up there making people laugh. And so I think, you know, sex and comedy, nigga, that's adult. Toys R Us. That's, I mean, because comedians, we basically, comedians, we basically give you the alley-oop anyway. Yeah. Like when you're on a date with your yeah. girl, like we make her laugh and get her all in that Straight up. And shit, like. Straight up. Right. Have you ever done comedy at a strip club before? Uh, No. No? No, I haven't, man, but I cannot wait. I'm going to tell you that now, man. But We got a great lineup. We had a, done set the lineup, man. We got Sean Grady, uh, Danny D. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Morris Parker is headlining. Uh, who is that other person? Damn, I'm hella mad. Sean Grady, right? You said Sean Grady? No, I said Sean Grady, but it's four of us. Yeah. Sean Grady, Danny D. Oh, Amber Ellis, right? Amber Ellis, nigga. And Amber Ellis off the hook, bro. She, she going to... Yeah, that's her, that's her vibe right there. Yeah, yeah. Amber Ellis don't give a fuck, yeah. nigga. She going to go dumb, nigga. She might get butt-ass naked while she doing her jokes. Amber mm-hmm. dope, man. Yeah. But uh, she she's somebody who has that natural when you get on the stage she get bigger she ain't scared to say shit she just got to take her shit more serious and probably write more and um just get a little bit more structure but she got it mm-hmm. she got it but man that's gonna be a hell of a show me and tess gonna host it so i'm hella looking forward to that buddy i want you there man. i'm gonna slide through i think I, yeah. the last the last show i did before the pandemic yeah was at the strip club in uh, marysville and shit like oh, that oh see i so how'd that go that shit was cool no it what was, was cool. no oh my word no like i'll tell you i'll tell you about the sweet spot after i tell you this story right okay. here but like yeah first off i, I like i did a post it i was i think carlos rodriguez was supposed to host but he was um and that nigga <laughs> dope i carlos love carlos carlos, uh, carlos, carlos fire. Dude, bro yeah but so I ended up hosting and stuff like that, and like motherfuckers came out to the strip club for the comedy show. We had a we had one of the strippers. Yeah. Op- we had one of the strippers open up the show. Okay, she did not do good at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you bomb and you just pull out, that's the titties, what I said. Right? That's what we say. Was like just pull out a titty. Yeah, it's gonna be all right. Yeah, be all right and shit like that. The show went cool. It was funny. It was like after the show, like I was like, it's a strip club, right? Like now, now the real show. Yeah. Let's get some titties. But yeah. motherfuckers just left. Wow! <laughs> like, the fuck, you know, that's all they literally came here for. That's a trip. Okay. For, but no, but they had um this the strip club in San Francisco, the Crazy Horse. Yes. In their back VIP room, they had a, it was called the Sweet Spot. Okay. And they would hold open mics there, like almost like twice a month. Is or that, do they still do that? No. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was an open mic. It was just open mic. I might, I might have like, to send tests over there. Tests to get it done. It was the back yeah. VIP area and stuff like that. So, like, it was where the girls would take, like, their breaks or whatever. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, yeah. like, they would be up here just chilling with us. Sometimes they would get on stage, tell jokes or whatever. Yeah. And then it was 420 friendly, of course. So, we was fucking smoking in the we bag and shit like that. Yeah. And then um, whenever they had, like, a, 
like a featured dancer come through and stuff like that, then that's what they would have like a like a fucking like a showcase and shit. Like, yeah. I it. like I did their um their 420 show and who they have there? And uh it was Kendra Sunderland mm-hmm. and then uh who was the other girl? Another they had two porn stars up there and shit like that, like as the feature girls and shit oh, like that's that. Dope. And then yeah, no, that they had like a they had it set up like we had comedy show and then we had like um I don't know what the fuck they want to call it. I guess it was a talent show. A yeah. talent show and shit like that. And yeah. so like one of the girls, she I, I think I tell this joke on stage, people think I'd be lying about, it, but it's a real yeah. fucking story. Like she like stuck like the paintbrush in like her vagina. Yeah. And just started painting. Wow. She painted with the pussy. Yeah, with that's the pussy. Fire, and then man. another was, one, was the painting good? You don't remember. No, he was yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one she had like her shit pierced, and then like attached to the piercing, it was a it was a bong, and like it out. She had some strong, you must have like strong ass pussy. She had a bong, and both of us was going up, lining up, bro, and taking rips of the bong from the fucking pussy. She wow. just like, we was all like, what the fuck? Is that's this? some deep shit. If I ever to see that nigga, I just want to go first. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I'd have to be. I'd have to go first. Other, go other, first, than, other than that, I'll just watch yeah, it. I can't, right, be, I can't right. be the last person at the yeah, at least the first three niggas. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just up there sniffing pussy. I can't, there ain't no more. There ain't no more. There ain't no, ain't no more hits. Ain't no weed left. Yeah, I heard you book. say that joke, nigga. I, I didn't know that was real deal. Yeah, yeah, that was real fucking shit. That was, really shout funny. out to the crazy horse. Then, then, then they had the podcast too. Then they had the so that's how they had. They would have the open mics. And then when they had the dance yeah. or stuff like that, the day before they'd have the um. Uh, like the showcase and all that stuff, they would have. Yeah. The, they would have the podcast where they would bring some of the comedians on, and then the girls that they would just have a fucking podcast together. Okay, all right, man. So Shit, not to look into that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm excited about that, definitely, man. I can't wait to. Hey, January 17th, uh, the place is off Sunrise. That's all I can tell you right now. Shit, but there's yeah, two. There's two strip clubs off of Sunrise, but you, the one with the comedy show. I can't remember. It's the one with the two stages in the front, right? Yeah. Or the two stages. Of yeah, the you walk in and you gotta go to the to the left, mm. and it's a stage and a stage. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be right on the stage with the pole, so it's gonna be cool. Shaking that ass up and across from the comedians, gonna be some, you know, some pussy painting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tight. Yeah, So uh, let's get into this. Um, I see you posted on Facebook and stuff like that. I know you're a Warriors fan and shit like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently they say oh, Draymond. Draymond yeah. yeah. Hey man, you know you either accept Draymond or you, or you don't. You know Draymond has won four championships and has been the leader of this team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not saying he's right, but he's him. He's him. You know Draymond. This ain't the first time, nigga. You you can there's a highlight footage of him beating people ass on the. Yeah, like a good two minute highlight. He has. Like, I'm talking about this is nothing new. It's just the fact now that. We have a 500 team, yeah. and he's slapping niggas and getting yeah. suspended. <laughs> now it's not, you know, it's, it's, oh, he fucking it up. You weren't saying that when he stomped on Sabonis last year, nigga, and we won game seven, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, Draymond is Dre. Dre refuses to be punked. He refuses to, to be belittled, and he will do whatever he takes to have that king of the mountain feel. 
uh, which resonates to the other motherfuckers on the squad. Yeah, because when you got the other two niggas like with Curry and Clay, you know they're not. They're gonna no, they're, they're not. They're, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're gonna not fight you with shooting. Yeah, they're exactly. not, yeah, they gonna fight you with shooting. They go, they go whip your ass with the with the shooting. Right. Like just search right. probably like that. Draymond, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you in your chest and shit like that. Draymond gonna do what it take to be that 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 fortitude that you need to, you know, dominate every in every sense of the word, not just dribbling and shooting, but rebounding with with uh demeanor and intangible shit you know what i'm saying dre is that spiritual leader of that motherfucker man mm-hmm. and you know i love dre yeah i love dre I, I you know am i mad he's suspended yeah uh do i think he deserved to be suspended yeah and definitely no i have no idea what the fuck that meant yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> like dude this you, i get this is not new this is not new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if you gave him five, ten games, I could have seen that because it's already his third suspension and we ain't even halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. Or third ejection. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, it might be his third suspension this year. They said he's probably they said he they said he'll be suspended as many as close to as many games as John Morant has this year. And his suspension started last year when he got suspended. Oh wow. So that's gonna be so he's gonna be looking at getting 30 close games. To, close to 30. Yeah. Something like that between 25 to 30 and games. And see, man, you know, uh I'll just say this, you know, the the thing he did to get this last suspension, I have no idea what Dre was doing. <laughs> I, I like I don't like 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 last year. The Sabonis shit, I can say he didn't step on that nigga that hard. The nigga came, landed first, his foot planted. He kind of did like a baby jump hop off the nigga chest, but it wasn't no full-fledged curb stomp, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That people try to make it out to be. But this shit. He backslapped that nigga for no reason. But the nigga did not do nothing wrong. Dre Dre was just nigga. It's like he was like, oh nigga, this nigga touched me wrong. This nigga just grabbed my jersey. Right, blood that nigga. This is a four-time champion jersey, bro. Hey, (laughs) I will say in defense, in defense of Draymond last year, in defense of Draymond last year was a bonus. I was like, nigga, like. We did kick fucking E40 out of the arena for no yeah. reason. I'm all like, we yes, and y'all, one of y'all niggas deserve to be stomped when you kick E40 out the building. Yeah, we had that, yeah, you kick, Come you on, kick bro. him out, you just go get kicked, you go get stomped. Right out. on, <laughs> dude. Right on, you know. And it's like, man, dude, Dre didn't kick the nigga in the balls. Dre didn't fall the nigga on the court. Dre get into it with LeBron. He get into it with whoever. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's what they like. When you look at the list of people who he has spot, like they've all been bigger. You're there. right. For the most part, they've all been yeah, bigger. Yeah. Drake, Drake it on the thing and he a bully. Except you know for Jordan saying? Poole. Except for Jordan Poole. And see, that was my most angry moment. That was. Mm-hmm. Cause see, hey, nigga, light skin power, nigga. I love the light skin niggas on the team because they are best niggas on They're the, the best team. niggas on the team. And Jay Poole had came in as that third nigga that was like, you remember when we had Sean Livingston and mm-hmm. it was cold because if you took Steph and Clay out and the two other guards come in and when the backups yeah. is beating your starters yeah. ass, it's nothing you can do. Yeah, because Sean Livingston is like a six, six blood. It was that nigga is back. wet with 15. Yeah. His mid-range was just cold. And it's like Steph and Clay on the sideline. We have 25 laughing because you can't even do shit with the backup niggas. Mm-hmm. So Paul came in and took that role, was like, it don't matter if the starters ain't hot, because this light skin nigga come in shooting from the fucking Half court too, and yeah. doing all this shit and busting your ass. I think when Jay beat when when Dre beat his ass, the chemistry was fucked up. It was. It's like it's us three versus y'all now. Yeah, Poole could not get over that, which which he shouldn't have got. You know, Poole. One thing I don't like about it: if any man hits you, you fight the nigga back. I don't. You know, I'm not into that, nigga. As an only child, nigga, I was taught, nigga. 
This is an 82 game season. I bet I bet punch some time you in the face. You don't lay yeah. on the ground holding your yeah. heart. The same thing about the nigga. He he super punched nigga of uh, the center for the Suns. Yeah, that nigga laid on the ground like a yeah. hoe, nigga. Yeah, get the get fuck, fuck up, up and fight back, nigga. You know what I'm saying? This nigga just fired on you, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't act like you ain't seven one two. Like he's a big ass motherfucker. Right. Like that, like was, a open, like that, that was an open that was an open handed. Like I understand you try to sell it and all that yeah. type of jazz, but like you look like a bitch. Like you look like and see that nigga pulled blood. They never pulled because Clay and and Steph was on Dre's side, even though Dre was wrong. Pool was like fuck all three of you niggas. Mm-hmm. So Pool was only good when Steph was injured for that month and Pool was starting because he knew he could do what the fuck he want. Mm-hmm. You kind of on a leash a little bit when 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 Steph and Claire out there, yeah. Because you only know you got 10, 15 minutes, you're gonna be on the court. Mm-hmm. So you can't do your full Harlem Globetrotter bullshit that he normally do. Yeah. And he wasn't he wasn't playing his role right. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah, nigga, fuck all right, nigga. I'm gonna shoot when I want to shoot. I'm gonna do me. I'ma do me right. Oh, yeah. That shit affect, and then Dre couldn't come in and say, "Hey, can't nobody." Yeah, you can't. Come he in couldn't and check, nobody check nobody because he didn't fucked up the the leadership role by up, yeah. firing on the nigga. Because now you fucked up the yeah. big, you, you fucked up the big brother. So role. that was my that was my still my biggest thing. I was upset about you know as far as a Dre transgression that happened that I didn't like. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. look, come on, nigga, don't don't beat up the light skinned niggas on our own team, but. Because y'all, y'all could y'all like one of the D League niggas that you practice with, nigga. Don't fuck with him, bro. You already know you could scrape that nigga. It's like, come on now, come mm-hmm. on, bro. And you know he ain't never hitting Clay or Steph like that ever. That nigga out of here immediately. You bust one of them lights here, niggas. Bye, Dre. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like oh, so. But man, I got dumb love for Dre. He's my favorite dark skinned nigga in the whole entire world. And nigga, free Dre. I want the nigga back, and and I hope he come back and slap another nigga. You know, but hopefully the nigga does something to him first. Yeah, let, yeah, let him do something. To him. Yeah, but <laughs> it's getting hard. Yeah, I couldn't even. I said, look, I and when you watch the replay, this nigga just turn around, fire. <laughs> it ain't nothing we can say, blood. Like he he said, fuck his mama, nigga. This nigga just turned. He got angry. It's like he looked at the scoreboard and said, "Oh, we lose it. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah. this. I don't want to do this." Bink. <laughs> I'm like this nigga Dre done lost it, blood. Dre, hey, all right, blood. I hope that nigga needs need some more pussy. He need to take his wife on the road or something, blood. Or his or his wife got let just accept him have his side chicks. Some man, but cause... but Dre need he needs some melatonin, something nigga. <laughs> 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 need some some edibles, nigga. Cause that nigga, hey, he amped up, but he with the shit, blood. He with the shit. Uh, one of my favorite old dudes, a white boy named Bill Lambeer from the '80s. Bill Lambert is is he just get under your skin. Mm-hmm. He'll do whatever. Where he punch you, back slap you, and then still go down the school the court and then bust a twelve foot jumper and look at you like uh you got punched and I'm busting your ass. But <laughs> Draymond Draymond is from Detroit, so he grew up watching that. Shit. Yes. That's why he thought it was okay. He probably just like looked. And this is natural spirit. That's, that's, that's so it's his natural spirit. And you sitting there, you growing up watching Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Uh, Chauncey Billis, them niggas was not playing with niggas. No. And even before then, the the pistons before then, the bad boys. He's like, five, I, he's like five years old. Blood, look at looking at all like this, and all of them niggas won championships, beat niggas' ass. Oh, this is how it's done. Okay. This is how it's done. This is how you done. All right, Jordan, the best. Guess what we gonna do? We picking that nigga up and body slamming that nigga on his neck. Let's yeah. see if he jumped now and dunk on the nigga. Mm-hmm. That's what he know. 
He's like, blood. No, nah, nigga. Deep, LeBron yeah. come to the hole. LeBron getting yeah, fired on, nigga. LeBron step over me. Yeah, John Morant come on that, nigga. He finna jump from the free throw line, nigga. He better watch his whole six pack, nigga. I'm tearing your shit off, nigga. Yeah. Do you want to jump that high for, uh, on me? Mm-hmm. So it's a fear factor, which he, he do. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I'm a football guy. I could not play in this day and age because, nigga, I love to be that intimidation. You come across the middle of my field, I'm knocking you unconscious, nigga. And I want the rest of the niggas who receiver to see that so they know and their head is on that swivel and not looking at that ball. I want them to know that this could happen to you. Mm-hmm. And Dre, Dre sets that tone. Yeah, You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, dude, he's six six out there playing the five. And we were doing it to the six, biggest seven, guys. Yeah. We were doing it to the biggest guys. Like, you just knocked out a seven for it. Like, what the fuck is right. that? What is the point guard going to do now? Like, right, I, man. I guess I'm going to just chill back. <laughs> I guess I'm going to just yeah. chill. He said, if you beat our big nigga up, I'm not going <laughs> in there <laughs> doing <laughs> shit. But I'm out here chasing Steph, nigga. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm already tired. I'm already out of breath. Yeah, so, you know. It. But uh, I still am. A, I hate the Warrior fans that are like, oh, he's 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 hurting the team. He's costing this game. But he four time, he's a four-time champion. You can't just throw, and he was doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. So don't be like a fair weather nigga, like all of a sudden it's bad because we 500 or we ain't doing our best, and he's still being himself. You know what I'm saying? He's an imperfect man who has some anger issues and doesn't like to lose. It's mm-hmm. that simple. And I hate when people try to, you know, love pieces of motherfucker. That ain't how life works. Yeah, they try to see. And I you think- can't, you have to love the whole motherfucker, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and and that's just them sucker ass niggas that that personally fuck y'all. You know, you 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 love you love the whole person, though. And Dre has always been genuine, and he said, "Listen, I love when he said I don't apologize." Mm-hmm. He said, "Cause I'm me." He said, "But I apologize to that." I'm sure he looked at that shit and was like, "That nigga didn't do nothing. He didn't do shit to me." I you know what I'm saying? He said, "I definitely want to at least." Say, hey, I was wrong right there. I turned around and just fought on the nigga blood. You know what I'm saying? So he's, 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 I think, you know, he's growing. I just don't think he's dealing with losing. I think he's just father. He time. doesn't deal. Yeah, he's not dealing with Clay only averaging 11 points this year. Like, I'm having a hard, Clay is my favorite of the three. Yeah. Clay, I don't know what it is about it. I think because he was a the best two way player. I really enjoy when the Scotty Pippins were. Where you'll you'll bust the nigga for 30, 35, and then lock up your bet day best player. Mm-hmm. Clay is an assassin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to see him go through his injuries and father time is affecting him um a lot harder than it is Steph, it seems. But they still love him. That's their brother. So I think they getting angry, like, this shit is really happening to us, nigga. We're not as good as we was, yeah. and they catching up these young men. Let me find a nigga to let this shit out. Like, what, like, like, like what, like what Steph Curry said. Like, like this ain't 2015 no more. Like, it, hey, bro, it's been bro. eight years. Like, and that's the thing mm-hmm. too. Like, with how you say, like with Clay and all them, because Clay, out of all those three, because he's just that naturally that quiet, yeah. reserved type of dude. Like the the like how we was talking about earlier yeah. with comedy. He's mm-hmm. that same type of person. I'm gonna just chill back to the time yeah. I'm gonna go and then I'm gonna wake up. Yeah, you want to talk but, all that shit? He'll do you like this. He goes, all right, keep, mm-hmm. keep talking, nigga. Yeah, but then now, because like we said, the you know the father time and all that stuff catching up to him is like yeah. there's there's probably because he, he's he's over trying to get paid. He got to get paid, yeah. and like for like it, it sucks because like for him to be like the the quiet one, and that's how it usually is. Was we just talked about this at the beginning of the podcast? Yeah. Like you like the quiet one. You gotta say either the was it the squeaky wheel doesn't get the oil or whatever yeah. that shit is like. 
he's like, I'm going to get paid based off my performance. I'm not Draymond. I'm not going to be the loudest motherfucker. I can't be fucking yeah. step and shit. I just got to be me. But like me right well, now. Well, I think man, at the end of the day, I think all of them got buku bread. Don't none of them need no money no more. Him, mm-hmm. Dre, or Steph. Yeah. But I think what it is is that, you know, when you have won all these championships and you went through the fire and all of them have been with the same team, you don't see that no more. Don't see it. You don't see that all three of these niggas been with the same team their whole career and been successful. And when you out of the three are now like considered the weakest link, you know, I've been seeing Clay. Clay done got into it three or four times with niggas this year. No, Clay, they, yeah. I mean, that whole shit with Utah. Yeah, like, hey, bro, that's, hey, like, dude, that my nigga, or, or who was, or these niggas is the frustrated. And, you know, I think it's honestly up to Kerr to say, hey, I know you're a four-term champion. Come sit over here. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That's hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, we know you're making this money, but I think Moody or Kaminga needs to start this game mm-hmm. so you can have the energy in that third, fourth quarter. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Man, you're and I think that Steve Kerr is being too kind uh, to their legacy and not saying, hey, today this is what it is. Steph, that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And Steve Kerr, of all people, because he's been a part of two dynasties like that with the Chicago Bulls and yeah. the last three P. And the you forget, he won with the Spurs, too. With the Spurs. Yeah. I'm like, you should – like, like he should be able to see the writing on the wall. Yeah, and be like, you got to make them the- hard decisions. Hey, there was it was about two weeks ago when uh, when uh, the announcers basically called him out on his shit. Like, man, you got nine points a game, and, and what do you think about if if coming off the bench? And that nigga looked at the what? He looked at the nigga. He, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, he looked at him like Dre looking niggas. Yeah, like well, he like, said. Like, on, he said. So I, me, he? I'm supposed to come off the nigga. I'll never forget what Carmelo was doing. That's yeah. like, nigga, yes, AP, nigga. they want me to come off the bench. Yeah, remember that? It's like, nigga, yes, nigga. <laughs> yes, it's time for you to come. And, dude, he didn't gave him plenty of opportunity. They 25, 30 games into the season. Mm-hmm. You averaging 11 or 12. You've never averaged that ever. Ever. Your lowest was 16, nigga. Mm-hmm. And then that would be okay if you could still shut down the best man. You that, you, you ain't. You can't move, you like, can't that move like that no more. So if the move. scoring ain't there. You need to be that old reliable mm-hmm. that when shit do hit the fan and these young niggas getting tired of their foul trouble that, hey, I got my OG. He need to take that Livingston role. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got to take that Livingston role, man. You know, it, it sucks, especially when you and Steph pretty much the same age and Steph still busting for 35, 36 that, that's, that's, a, that's the thing that's going to hurt, too, because that's what's also going to strike your pride, too. You, you know, but, but look at They got to somebody. If it ain't Kurt. Steph got to call Dre or Steph got to say it himself, nigga, like, I love you, but do we still want to win or do we want to do this pride thing? Yeah. And would you send both of them to the bench? Like, No, I, I don't think you can st- – you can't send Dre to the bench. Dre is still on an elite level as far as defense. Doing he's, what he needs to do. Like, because he's, he's elite. Yeah. Rebounding, yeah. block shots, getting the rebound as a five, as an undersized five, and taking that ball because he plays point center. Yeah. He play. He brings that ball up the court and makes that pass, dude. You can say what you want, and I'm talking about since Dre came into to this, this whole shit. They do not win without Dre. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck if Steph go for sixty without Dre on the court. Dre the quarterback. He the core. He's, he's your he's your tough dude. Your violent dude. That is also the head smart dude on the team. He's probably the smartest player on the, on the team. team. Period. The smartest. He player. is 
And nigga, when you in trouble when that nigga jumper is falling, you yeah. it's like you might as well yeah. just end the game. And that's where he gets a little bit more leeway than like Clay. Yeah, that's because like because nine nine points for Draymond is a, is a that's fine. Nine. He's like, yeah, that's, that's fine for him. Yeah, it's just yeah. if Drake over twenty, you definitely lost. Yeah, you, you lose. Nigga. You look at yourself like what the fuck did yeah. wrong? Yeah, nigga, you lost. So I think Clay need to have a look in the mirror, a long look in the mirror. And if he can't take the, if he can't look at himself in the mirror and say, hey, coach. Um, I think I should be over here with you, Steve. Somebody got to say, "Hey, look, dude. It don't mean you ain't that. You ain't Clay, nigga. Your legacy is cemented, nigga. But it's time to try something else if we want to win today. If we want to win now, you know what I'm saying? That don't mean one of these niggas don't get hurt and you go back into the starting five. You feel what I'm saying? But let's try this. Mm-hmm. Let's try it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like blood. You paid. You can't say you underpaid and you don't it, nigga. You pay. Mm-hmm. You're a champion. The only thing you shipping on is your pride. Yeah. Eleven is time to do something else, dude. Because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I don't want. I don't want to see Clay on the other team. I was gonna say, do you think that's what he would do though? I, if, if, they, I if, hope if, not. if he had to, if like let's I say like with, uh, let's say like with Ray Allen when yeah. he when he left from the Celtics to the Heat, he left the Celtics because. He was um, funking with KG. He was funking KG. They they wanted him and to he take went a to the rival. And he's on out. Clay, I think Clay would only leave to go play for his daddy old team. He would only I think go that to the that, Lakers. He would just go to the Lakers. That's, that's all. Lakers. That's the only thing he wouldn't accept going to Portland or the Suns and none of that shit. But and, and I wouldn't have no problem with that simply because I'm a LeBron guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I my two favorite teams is whatever team LeBron is on and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Period. That's how I've been since. LeBron James came into this fucking league. You know what I'm saying? Um, my daddy was a Laker fan, so I still root for the Lakers. I just don't root for them niggas against the Warriors. That's yeah. it. But I still, you know, to have that, that the, not just one player stay with the same team his whole time, but to have three, three, I think that would be so cool for all them niggas to go out, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, as a Warrior on their own accord. You know what I'm saying? Because it just – it just puts an extra shiny glisten on your fucking career to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he feel he can leave and go play for the Warriors and be, I mean, play for the Lakers, be a six man and win a chip, I get it. Because if he get it, niggas, it's going to make you shine even more. He's yeah. like, nigga, I got five. You niggas got four. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. Because like I say, I'm a clay guy. Out of all three of them niggas, clay has always been my favorite because that two-way game and because that quietness, he's something I'm not. You know what I'm saying? When I get quiet, you in trouble, nigga, because the best of me comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not a facade. It ain't all the shit talking, nigga, and the arrogance. It's like I'm really focusing. I'm finna get my whole A game. You know what I'm saying? So I hope and pray, you know, Clay can figure this out and the Warriors can figure this out. So where because uh, I still feel they, they have a chance. I still feel like if they make some adjustments, they can be a winning squad, mm-hmm. even today. I really do. So, but it's up to Clay to figure that shit out because this shit at 12 points a game and you are the fourth best defender on the team. It ain't the same. Though. It's not the same at all, man. Between him and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, him and Andrew. Oh, Wiggins, to me, Wiggins is, is worse than Clay. Wiggins is he he has no excuse. Father Tom ain't hit him yet. No, he should be in the He is just sucking. He should literally be the second best player on the team right now. Straight up. Straight up with the, the with the talent he possesses in his body. There's no reason that nigga should have seven, eight points a game. Mm-hmm. None. None. That nigga dope. Yeah, he just – Something must be going on. So, I know yeah, he missed some, it. I know he missed time personal life. Yeah, he got some personal life where he needs some pussy too or too much pussy. Something is happening in outside shit to where when he gets to the arena, 
he ain't the same dude. He ain't the same dude, man. Wiggs can score 25 a game, yeah. nigga. 18 mm-hmm. to 25, bro. And it should be easy work. It should be easy work. Because I know, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, once you get the bag or whatever, yeah. like, you you stop putting it to work. Yeah. But, like, him not putting it in work, you should still at least be able to average, like you said, at least somewhere between 15 to 18 points just at least being lazy. At least. Lazy. To me, he should be 20. But you ain't – that nigga, I don't know how old he is, but he ain't on yeah, – He's like, 20, he like yeah. 28. 28. They can kiss my ass that. That nigga need to comb his hair, nigga, and straighten his shit up, but – Cause I can't, I don't understand why his game is so trash, nigga. Clay, get, Clay is not as trash as Wiggins. He bitch right be Jordan. He bitch Jordan Poole. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we need to send that nigga to Memphis or wherever the fuck. That, where that, send him to oh, Washington. No, the, with the, Washington, yeah. Washington. Send that nigga to Washington. Trade nigga. it for trade it for Kyle Kuzma. That'd be cool. Kyle Kuzma would just. Pop nah, I ain't like fucking with Kyle like, Kuzma. 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 Hell no, nigga. We need something else, but but uh, I think that need to let that boy Moody play more, man. I think Moody and Kaminga have deserved more time and they'll be able to close games out, especially if they ain't going to start them. They need to just let let Clay have his 15, figure out if he on or not. If he ain't on, nigga, you on the bench the rest of the game, nigga. Yep. Straight up, dude. It's one or the other, dude. You can't keep giving this nigga 30 minutes and, and ain't shit happening because they can't shit. They, they ain't stretching the floor no more, bro. Mm-hmm. At all. At all. Ain't no more free open jumpers for, for each other, and that's, that's what they live on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Passing that ball around and where you pick your poison, and even when you do pick it, nigga still wide open and it's cash. Mm-hmm. So uh, something gotta give. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So before we do wrap up the uh, the podcast, one more topic and stuff like that. I don't know if you've been following the um, the Jonathan Majors news. I don't know you know who Jonathan Majors. Oh, is. Oh yeah, nigga. Yeah, that's a nigga had to run away from his girlfriend. Yeah, shit, right? yeah he had to run away from his his, his that's wife. Wild, his, nigga. His white girlfriend's over here. Uh, I think, hey, I think the nigga got Megan Good now. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So the nigga ran for a reason. He ran for a reason. You know he, he heard he was trying to like, cause he was trying to um, basically where it got into like the whole company. He was basically, I'm, I'm a person of like my culture respects me and yeah. stuff like that. Like you got to. He start was acting. trying not to beat that bitch ass. Yeah, he he said, I rather look like a like a bitch or whatever that nigga gonna call me and run away from this problem. Then slap the fuck out your mouth, mm-hmm. and I commend him on that. Yeah, though. yeah. This ain't 1960 where you could just slap your bitch and go home no more, nigga. It's phones everywhere. It's cameras on every building. Mm-hmm. They gonna see you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People that seen the Ray Rice incident and all these other incidents, Rihanna, Chris Brown. It ain't worth it to put your hands on a woman, man. No, even when she done tried to beat your ass and chase you down the street. Yeah, because. You know, yeah, because I worked with them. I worked with Jonathan Majors. Oh, that's dope. Um, that's dope. It was this movie we had worked on in 2018. It was called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Right on. And so, like, yeah, I was in state. So I basically had a me and him was fucking like this, like the whole fucking time on set. And shit. Oh, like, that's like, dope. Like, as fuck, shit, bro. Like, no, it was fucking dope and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like when I see when I had first seen the whole shit talk about like with the whole assault and shit like that, I was just like, damn. Cause I know he wasn't really like. Yeah. That dude or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I like I seen him on set like lose his shit, like 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 literally like cuss out the fucking director. Yeah. Like, yo, you better get this shit. But only out of the uh, only from a place of like not to be like, great. No, no professional. Ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be professional, like no ego about like because he's like it's affected everybody else. Yeah. It's like he's like the way he wants the movie to be good or the show the or whatever good. it is. Yeah. yeah, to see that shit and like mm-hmm. to see his success from that, because like, I was there like when he had got the call to be on the HBO show. Uh, the the Lovecraft country when he got the yeah. when he got the call like hey you're the lead of that and shit we was all there so we literally all seen his ascension from like 
be like this like no name actor to like yeah. this a list actor and shit. I didn't like know that. nothing about him until the the Creed shit. Though. To the Creed shit, yeah, yeah that's where that's when I was like, oh, take it off go, and shit bro. like that. But like, yeah, that whole that whole situation, I was like, that's that. Well, I think I definitely, you know, as a black man, to see him make the right move and go ahead and just. Leave these white women alone. I was like, you got to give it. It don't matter if she was black, white, Mexican. But she did. He did the right thing by not away. busting her ass, running the fuck away, and living to see another day and and to keep his legacy uh, from not being tarnished. Though, yeah, you know, you work hard to get to where he's at, and you get one incident, and all of a sudden you the scum of the earth. You a douchebag. You a yeah. woman beater. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It's shit like that, man. It's yeah, it's not worth it. it like it ain't like, worth it though. For all the work that you put in and stuff like that. Yeah, gotta, y'all remember that go for everybody. It ain't worth it. Everybody. Leave the bitch alone, nigga. Get you a new bitch. Especially on that level, you got all that money, nigga. Get you a new bitch. Get yeah. you a new chance. Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. Get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck all it that. ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Yeah. Fuck that. All right, man. Uh so any uh any closing any closing statements before we uh, wrap this uh podcast up? Uh my closing statement is go Niners. We're gonna beat the fuck out of whoever is in the playoffs, nigga. We look good, and I just don't see it going any other way, buddy. No, yeah, I see them winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, see them. I don't see it going any other way, man. Yeah. You know. Um my dream would is for them to win a next Super Bowl in the Raiders Stadium. I think that would be so enlightening and so happy for me. And uh, I'm going to knock on wood. I don't want to jinx it or nothing, nigga. You know, knock on wood. But it's looking good. As long as we stay healthy, I think uh, it's bad business for the other 31 teams in the league. And it's in the Raiders. It's the Super Bowl, is it? Like, yes, it is. That's what I'm telling you. I think that's very unique. Yeah. That's what they got to do. To where that's the side of the shit with us playing the way we playing. Yeah. We can't have know, no battle from, with hey, Bay no more. I so. am from Oakland, California. And eighty percent of my friend, my friends are Raider fans, mm-hmm. and fuck every one of them niggas. Mm-hmm. Raider fans is the most. How come Oakland can't keep a, a pro team? Uh, you know, Oakland is wild, bro. Yeah. You know, my city. I love my city, man. But uh, you know, the people who really love the team is broke. Mm-hmm. The people who really love the team ain't got no money to go to the shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's just straight up. Yeah, you know, gentrification is a motherfucker. It's a real motherfucker. That's what that movie Last Black Man in San Francisco was about. It we, is yeah. a motherfucker, dude. You got these people, real Oakland A's fans, live in Stockton and all the fuck way out the way now. And the people who are in Oakland who still care about the A's and the Raiders and shit like that can't afford a ticket, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and it's sad. I grew up uh, as a Devout Oakland A's fan, you know, you know, and baseball is different. I don't have no vendetta like in football. In baseball, I like that. I love the A's, but I still root for the Giants, just not when they fucking with the A's. Mm. But in football, I love one and hate the other, mm. despise the other, just because, like I say, my friends is Raider fans, and them motherfuckers talk so much shit it's ridiculous. It make you want to slap the fuck that fuck up their mouth. Yeah, it's like, bro, Raider fan, especially be, with their resume. Raider fan be one in eleven. They game like we gonna beat your ass next week, and you like, nigga, no, you not, nigga. Like, I bet you two hundred, they still take the bet, and they be mad because they lost the two hundred, and the niggas lost, and you laughing at the niggas. <laughs> it's like, what, nigga? You you niggas, well, don't know when to shut the fuck up, you know? And uh, only thing good I gotta say about Raider fans that they loyal as fuck, nigga. They remind me of uh, women who know their husband cheating on them, but they stick with and them. they still like come home and can I get your slippers? You know and all that shit. Nigga, <laughs> I you made you dinner, right? You know what I'm saying? Knowing this nigga just got on some pussy, <laughs> but you know it's just you know I have a, a joke on stage, you know about Raider fans. They, they just homeless nomadic vagabond niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
pick a city and sit the fuck down. Mm. Sit down, nigga. You niggas in Oakland to L.A. to Oakland. Now you in Nevada? Y'all might as well be the American Raiders, nigga. Just turn yeah. your colors to red, white, and blue and go be in Montana. Montana just go Raiders. on tour every every season. You in a hey, new city. Blood. Hey, nigga, whatever, whatever state ain't got no team, represent them one year to the next team, you know, because that shit is stupid to me. Mm-hmm. You know, people ask me all the time, how you from Oakland? And you're a Niner fan. And I tell them simple, I was born in 1981. The Raiders left Oakland in 1982. I am not an L.A. nigga. I'm not a fan of L.A. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I I love the Bay. I love the town. You see what I'm saying? So me growing up and them motherfuckers, Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen, at Los Angeles Raiders. I'm not rooting for that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and on top of that, nigga, my daddy was a Niner fan. So even if them niggas stayed in Oakland, I was I love my daddy. I'm gonna root for the, my dad team, nigga. I'm a Niner. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the '80s, we dominated. Mm-hmm. So it's easy, nigga. Like, why would I pick something else? These niggas is the shit. Yeah, my example of what I've seen growing up is right. Women. Thank you, nigga. This is my, my squad. Uh, so you know, and, and this is this is what really, really, really. I'm gonna tell you this story real quick before we get out of here. It's all good. 1995. I was, I think, a uh, freshman. Uh, my cousin was married to Tim Brown. So we had a Tim Brown suite. So I was able to go to the games. You see what I'm saying? Even if we couldn't get in the suite, we can get some tickets, right? Nice. So I went to the very first game back in uh, the Coliseum. They, it was a preseason game where they played the Los Angeles Rams. Jerome Bettis rookie year. So this whole family, I'll never forget, family of four, dad, mom, son, daughter, all with their Ram shit on, right? I'll never forget watching these Raider fans heckle this family horribly. Mm. I'm talking about disgusting shit, right? To where the dad, finally the second quarter, the dad finally gets up and and defends himself. Like, hey, man, leave us the fuck alone. Do you know they stabbed that nigga and beat his ass in front of his kids, nigga? And that put such a bad taste. And I'm 14. And nigga, I wasn't your normal 14-year-old. I was five foot two, 102 pounds. I was so light ass. I wanted to bust the grape. Mm-hmm. But, nigga, to see that happen three rows away from me, and it's for no reason. It's a preseason game, nigga. You stab this man because he's he's just telling you, leave me alone. Mm, yeah, that could definitely change your perception. I was like, oh, you these niggas, it's horrible who like this team. You know, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I immediately went to not not just not liking them, but I kind of hated them. I was like, mm-hmm. this, you niggas is fucked up. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and then, you know, they talk so much shit. So, you you know, all your friends is Raider fans and you see them talking all that yin yang. It's like, well, I really am sick of you niggas. I, I like, <laughs> even if the Viking niggas beat you, nigga, I'm rooting. Whoever y'all play, I'm rooting for the other team, nigga. Commanders. You know what I'm saying? You should have seen. I'll never forget when they went to the Super Bowl, nigga, against the Buccaneers and got their ass whooped. After trading their head coach, nigga, I, but. I Wasn't had, it the same coach that beat? Yes, yeah, that's what I thought. Bro, uh, nigga, they uh, traded uh, him, uh, and the same year they uh, traded him, he beat their ass in the Super Bowl, nigga. I laughed. Yeah. My them niggas wanted to shoot me, blood. Mm. Blood, they I wanted bet. to shoot. We didn't uh, even have social yeah. media yet, nigga. They was not happy with me, cuz I was at Lenny College, nigga. The whole football team. I'm lucky. I, I had my clout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I, was like nigga, <laughs> they I wish you it. niggas would try they to fuck with me. You niggas is the sorriest niggas. Like I told you, niggas was. Good effort. <laughs> that better look next Good year. effort, nigga. And they ain't been shit since that, nigga. And that's what, 2001? Yeah. That was Raiders ain't did shit since Nothing. that, nigga. 
All they done is drunk driving. Drunk and killed a white lady and run, even killed the dog. Maybe that was yeah. sad. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Raider fan niggas, though, you know. And uh, Oakland, I, I love y'all with all my heart. And the A's, I think I'm still going to root for the A's, man, even if they in Vegas tonight. Uh, it's just too much tradition. And, and you know, I, I, I consider myself a loyal, loyal man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's sad to see us with nothingness, nigga, no warriors. No Raiders. A's about to be gone. No A's. Like, wow, nigga. Like, what is it going to turn? Like, bro. Yeah. That's a scary thought. No, because no, that's what brings, like, Sacramento. Thought, Sacramento man. was not popping until they brought the Golden One Sitter here right. to actually, like, downtown. Yeah. And it started flourishing the fucking community. Hell yeah. Like what do you think? Like, yeah, now that everything yeah. is gone from there, they, they they took the words and literally just moved them over the right. bridge. Yes. They call them new San Francisco Warriors. That's, that hurts yeah. my heart. Yeah, I'll bet. But was, people, you know, I, can't, I don't get too mad at that. Is that people don't know they originally started in San Francisco. No, they did, though. Yeah, they really they, they did. Yeah, they you did. know, they did the, the Raiders shit where they left, came back. Came back yeah, like, but they still in the bay. Them niggas can still go across the bridge on the park and go to the game. Go to the game. It's just the ticket price. Yeah. That, that, that cost is that that Yeah, that's a whole It is what thing. it is. But, man, for the town, man, I feel so bad for the town to lose all three of their major sports, nigga. Swapped up, man. So hopefully, uh, hope they get another one. Hopefully, they can survive, man. Because, yeah. like I say, man, uh, the black people in Oakland, nigga, is not the majority no more. No, not at all. They are. So I really out. have no clue uh, what's gonna happen with the city of Oakland in like ten years. Yeah. So, but I, they got all my uh, high hopes and well wishes. You know. Yeah. It's, it's town business forever, as far as I'm concerned. Town business. It's, yeah. It's and that's coming from a non fan, nigga. So it is what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, go ahead and give them your uh, people your uh, social media where we can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Facebook just by my whole name, Alvin Duke Reed, R E I D. Uh, my Instagram uh, is uh, Reed Shit. So it's my last name, R E I D, with shit behind it. That's just something me and my uncles used to say when we used to beat niggas' ass at the park and football or basketball. We'd win and read shit, you know? So that's just uh, paying homage to my. My reads and uh, I got a TikTok now. I finally got a TikTok because niggas was telling me I need to get the youth on my side, and that's where the youth is at right now on this TikTok shit. So I got this. It's Alvin Duke Comedy. Uh, that is my TikTok. I got a few little bits on there uh, and little everyday life little things on there that I post. And um, I am eventually going to get a YouTube page, uh, but I haven't got that done yet. But Hit me up on the Facebook, the Instagram, or the Tiki Talk, and uh, please support Alvin Duke. Uh, and if you haven't seen me at a show, I got a show tomorrow night at the B Street Theater. It's a, not just me, but a plethora of talent uh, from Sacramento. The Regina Givens and uh, DJ Sandu and I don't know, I think Rico and Kyle. It's a bunch of us. It's about, shit, it's about 10 comedians. That's absolute fire. Uh, and it's brought to you by DJ and Tyler. And DJ and Tyler is just amazing, man. He's an amazing dude, amazing comedian. Come check us out, man. It's a beautiful venue. And uh, the show is going to be absolute fire. So that's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, B Street Theater. By, uh, just as up, by the time this episode does air, that, that show would have passed. But it was uh, fucking <laughs> But I'm telling y'all right now, that show was hey, fucking hey, hilarious. I'm going to tear the motherfucker down. That's Alvin, what I'm saying. Alvin tore that shit You're up. You're right. Man. Thank he, you, bro. He tore that shit up, man. The sold out crowd and everything, y'all. So yeah. that was a 
That was a dope short that B Street Theater. You know it. You know it, bro. Shout out. Uh, maybe y'all will catch the January 17th strip club show with the pussy and the laughter. It's going to be one. Yeah, by the time they have this, so y'all, right. bro, trust me, for the experience at the B Street yeah. show that we just had, Y'all come on out to the show coming up in a couple weeks. It's called Gold Something Strip Club. It's, it's like pure gold, right? Pure gold. Pure gold. Pure loose, loose lips on the strip. Yeah. Yep. Loose lips on the strip. Pure gold strip club off Sunrise. Uh, come check us out, man. It's going to be happiness, man. Adult Toys Rust, nigga. Bring your ones. Bring your ones. Yeah, bring, bring your, your fives. Ones. Turn those fives into ones. Bring that good spirit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready to laugh. All right. And see some titties. Today's show. And like always, man, y'all can follow me at Yeah Buddy Entertainment on all social media platforms. And you can catch me on YouTube at uh Funny Business. And then if you want to catch me, uh catch my show schedule, go to officialfunnybusiness.com. And if you want to see some of my stand-up clips, go to yeahbuddyentertainment.com. Um, other than that, oh, yeah. uh, support my boy right here, man. Sir, thank you. I appreciate Stay you. Big time right here. Thank you for having me, buddy. Appreciate, appreciate you. you. I appreciate you, my dude. So, like I said, yeah, this is uh, we signing out. Alvin Duke and Buddy Ramsey. We are signing out from the, peace out to y'all from the Yeah Buddy Podcast. Thank y'all. Right on. All right, nigga. Shit, felt good. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Man, I appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate the fuck out of you for giving me the platform, man. Shit, this shit big for me because I need to do more of this, man. Yeah, man, that's what I'm trying to fucking do. Need to do shit, more man. of this, dude. Because I feel like I ain't been doing like too much, like um. Like, I, like, like, with, like, how you say, like, with the content and shit like that, I'm on, like, I'm not the type of person that being for people. Like, hey, I do, 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 do. So right, like, right, 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 or, the, right. or the type of person, like, even just being on social media, like, just letting people know how I fucking feel and shit. Yeah. So that's kind of like what this is right now. Mm-hmm. Shit, just try to start pushing that shit out. I feel it. I feel it. you're doing a good job, man. Sure, thank you. Yeah, let me know when you get some of them commercials, nigga. I love to be be in there and start my little acting career up, man. Yeah. What are you doing Friday? I'm out of town, bro. I'm yeah. I'm leaving. We'll be in San Diego for about a week. Oh shit! What are you doing out there? We don't have Christmas in San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my my baby mom's family every two years they get together and have a Christmas in a different city. Oh oh wow. Yeah. So uh, me and her ain't together no more. But I don't want to be away from my son during. No. Yes. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. So I gotta put my big boy pants on and straighten up and fly right and mm-hmm. try to enjoy my time with my son. Yeah. No. My folks just this. My folks actually got divorced. I think what was it? I think my dad got served like. Christmas Eve of last year because yeah. he was trying to avoid this shit. Like, not yeah. avoid it, but he was just do, 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 do. Yeah. so like, yeah, I think like Christmas Eve of last year, yeah, he got served and yeah. shit like that and it was like, no, I get what you're saying yeah. and shit like that because like, what's it like? Yeah. It's like, been no it's, joke for me, man. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fucked up, it's a fucked, it's up, a fucked up thing, bro. It's been, it, man, you know, you're sitting there in a relationship, motherfucker, 10 years and then you found out they cheating, nigga, and then you the one that's got to move out, nigga, some cold shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, nigga, not to, not, to go to bed, nigga, without my son on the roof, my same roof is just it's a it's a it's it's hard. And it's really hard to wake up, nigga, and I gotta text him or call him, you know. Yeah. It's not the same, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, man. But I gotta figure it out because uh I got a lot of anger that doesn't do me good, you know what I'm saying? And it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Trying to still figure that out, you know, and uh, how do you like? Because I guess at this, uh, it's good, like I don't even, I didn't even want to talk about this on the top. Let me show you this talk. <laughs> no, you good? Oh, okay. <laughs>